Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Chilly out there this morning, man. Holy smokes, minus 24 on the thermometer on the truck when I was driving over the uh, Sturgeon River by the Enjoy Center this morning. First one that feels like minus 30 with a wind chill, too. Mm -hmm. It's winter. Minus 21 is your current temperature in the city. Minus 16 the high today. It ended up getting to single minus digits yesterday, so it wasn't as bad. Mind you, I was out... uh, Removing some snow from the walking areas and parking areas on my property. And after being out there for about an hour, I had had enough. Made me think of people who, you know, I mean, the, the father who's camping down at uh, Rainbow Valley there for the stollery. Oh, yeah. People who work outside. Of course, we yeah. talked about uh, the homeless situation, how they're finding shelter uh-huh. at the uh, uh, community rec center there. So... Uh, I mean, the last thing you want to do after being outside for an hour is complain on social media, but... <laughs> I loved it outside, actually. <laughs> I saw you posting. Wow. You, you had a uh, a five-part... It's a five-stage process for snow removal, Terry. Soliloquy of, of sorts that uh, was... There's instructions to follow for snow removal according to the Patipco program. It's a serious program. You know, and I've been I've been... Crafting that five-step program for some time, and I, I decided yesterday was the time to share it with the okay, world. Okay, yeah, great story. So, um, <laughs> just get the snow off the part where people walk so they don't slip and fall on their ass and sue you. That's uh, no, no. There's so much more to it. No, there's uh, not really. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a thing, Terry. It's a thing. I'll argue that it's snow removal. Do Man, what? I'll tell you what. If I won seventy million dollars, mm-hmm. I shit you not, the first thing I would do. Is I would buy a snow plow, like one of those highway plows, adopt a, ha- a kilometer of highway myself, and take care of it. If I could turn my sim racer into a snow plow simulator, I would do that. And I'm not even joking. Not one bit. I'm fascinated by snow plows. Snow removal is cool as hell, man. Well, you live in the right place for it. There's a, a chance of more snow here today. Uh, and then it's going to kind of get okay as far as the snowfall sort of thing. I mean, we might still see some overnight over the next few days. But yeah. the big uh, story is the cold. It's here for at least a week. Yeah. Sunday, it's going to only get up to minus 25, minus 27 Monday, minus 26 Tuesday. So uh, next week is going to be very... Very cold. If you don't think it's cold enough already, it will be plenty cold for you next week. Should allow us to wear our Oilers onesies to work for this entire week. Imagine the whole city just showed up in those. It'd be great. What? The, the, there's no dress code here. You can do it. <laughs> just, just do it. Then I'd have to give up my fashionable hoodies. You know, people have come to expect the hoodie of the day because of you. Mm-hmm. Well, then wear wear a hoodie up top, wear a hoodie down below. Just turn it upside down and put your legs through the feety, or feet through the, the, the legs through the army part. Look like a little burrito. It would be amazing. Here comes Burrito Pete. Go! K97. It is 541 and time for the 540 Funny brought to you by the comic strip. We'll have Andrew in on the show tomorrow after 816. Appearing this week as your headliner at the comic strip is Andrew Santino. Because here's the thing about bachelorette parties. I'm sure every girl in this room is a wonderful human being. I'm sure you're all stand-up citizens until you get in a bachelorette party. And then you're a piece of 
and you're a piece of and you storm around town like, look at us, penises everywhere, penises on our body, New Terry Evans show with Pete, Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Yesterday, significant snow event here in the city. Lots of uh, Michigas on city streets and freeways around the city. Anthony Handay, White Mud, all of that. So, um, you suggested that there would be, what, 93? Accidents. I, uh, I thought 97. And so uh, you opened it up to people on the phone line to text in with their estimates or guesses as to how many official accidents would be reported yesterday. And the total was? The total was 137 accidents yesterday. So uh, the closest prediction that came through. Without going over? Without going over. Uh-huh. You know, we did it like a Price is Right kind of situation. Okay. So the first person to get uh, the slot on the group buying agreement is Luke Silky. Luke Silky. Luke. Luke guessed uh, 133. All right. So he was right there. So Luke, if you're listening, shoot us a shoot us a message and what number you want on the group buying agreement. If not, we'll give you a text. I'll find you somewhere uh, through the text, electronic textomatic. But okay, yeah. there, there, that that'll give you something to do today. Yeah, I know. Dig through that. <laughs> Doesn't even have a search feature. Find so. Luke. Ah, Luke. Yes, we want your number, Luke, for the group buying agreement. We should. All right. Are we doing group buying agreement right now? We might as yeah. well get a couple other people. We need two more people to call 780-451-8097's number to call for the uh, Lotto Max because it's another $9 smartly spent. <laughs> a chance to win $33 million on the Lotto Max tomorrow night. $33 million divided by eight. You looked that up yet? No, I'll do it right now. What's, uh, what's your name there on the phone? Hello? They hung up on us. They don't want to be. Uh, they don't want four point one two five million dollars. All right. Hello. Good morning. Who is this? Millennial Scott Terry. How you guys doing? Good man. Four point one two five. So everybody's going to take the hundred and twenty five thousand dollars and donate it to uh, the yes, the Homes for Heroes. Yeah. Everybody walks away with four. Everybody I gets. Do, yeah. I do at least two hundred and fifty for me. Like those guys do like way more than way more than us. For our country, right? That's true. Good You're, for you, Scott. We'll take the extra one twenty-five for yeah. you. But we're gar- we're we're going to guarantee one twenty-five from each yeah, player. Yeah, one twenty-five times eight. It's close. It's it's going to be like bucks. two two million dollars, isn't it? It's like one million dollars, isn't it? Is it one million dollars? <laughs> yes, it's one million dollars. <laughs> Sick math, bra. <laughs> Starting to have doubts about. Uh, it's, right. too, it's too early to be doing numbers. It sure point. is, Scott. What number do you want for our group buying agreement? That 20 sounds. 20 sounds dandy to me. All right. Hang on a second. I'll get your uh, vital statistics and whatnot. Hello. Good morning. Who is this? Lorene. Lorene. L-O-R-R-I-N-E. L-O-R-I-N-E. Lorene, what number do you want on our group buying agreement? I would like number 28. 28. Okay. And you're good with uh, $125,000 of your winnings going to the Homes for Heroes Foundation? Sure. Okay. Well, I mean, you, you're going to end up with four million if we're the, if our ticket yep. is the sole winner. Yep. So, yeah. All right. We're just 
We're trying sure. to help out here. See, what this does, Lorraine, is is uh, we give people an opportunity to get in on our group buying agreement so that we can all win money together if, the, if our numbers come up. But it also gives us an opportunity for a little exposure for the Homes for Heroes Foundation. Exactly. So uh, then when it's top of mind, people know that that's a great place for donation dollars to go to. So hang on, Lorraine. I'll uh, get your uh, vital statistics. We'll include Luke who guessed the uh, closest number of accidents. And then tomorrow morning, we'll do three more people for our chance to win uh, the big jackpot. $33 million tomorrow on Lotto Max. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. Chilly out, man. It's uh, cold this morning. Minus 22, minus 24, somewhere in there. Might vary depending on whether you're in or out of town. Uh, minus 21 reported as the official temperature in the city right now. Uh, there is a chance of some more snow here at some point today. Slight chance. Minus 16 the high. Minus 15 and minus 17 for tomorrow and Saturday. And then uh, the deep freeze really hits uh, Sunday through Wednesday of next week. Anywhere from minus 23 to minus 27 for high temperatures. Daytime highs. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Lots of sunshine. It's going to be beautiful, but it's going to be very cold. Trade winter blues for red-hot deals at Shell. Get up to 100 air miles, reward miles, and check out other exciting offers on site. Conditions apply. Details at shell.ca slash red-hot deals. Well, if you take public transit, some fare changes are going to be kicking in February 1st, so less than a month you're going to want to, yeah? Yeah, especially for seniors, too, yeah. right? There is some good, but a lot of things, too, that make you raise your eyebrows. So the the, the coals notes version here. It's going to provide things like um, income-based discounts and fare categories. And uh, fair as in like the ride fair, not fair as in that's a f- that was a fair play. Right. For example, low-income seniors are going to be able to ride for free. Good news, right? Yeah, but if you make over $28,000 or so... Then... Yeah, but if you make over $28,513 a year, which is on the poverty line, it's well right. into the poverty line, uh, you're going to see your pass double in cost. Mm-hmm. I also have some questions. I'm like, uh, I don't remember having to show a T4 when I bought a bus pass. It made me wonder you know how I mean? they're going to determine whether or not they... How know. much do you make a year, sir? $26,000. Can you prove that? Yeah, here's a post-it note that says $26,000. Sell me mm-hmm. my damn bus pass. I mean, when do we bring tax returns into this? It's... Yeah. It, the whole plan seems odd to me. I don't know who drew, so, drew this up on a, a napkin from yeah. the lounge at Boston Pizza. Once again, proving that uh, yeah, from Boston Pizza. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead with the next story. Yes. Uh, <laughs> just heartbreaking, man. Initial reports today from Iran say the crew of the jet that crashed in Iran never made a radio call for help and were trying to turn back to the airport when the plane went down. Ukraine, meanwhile, said it's considered a missile strike or terrorism as possible theories for the crash yesterday, despite Iran's denials. Uh, this has impacted many lives internationally and in our community with almost half the Canadian victims being from Edmonton. Seeing them last night and the stories of uh, surviving family members and friends last night was really heartbreaking. The Iranian report suggests a sudden emergency struck the Boeing 737 early Wednesday morning when it crashed just after takeoff from the airport in Tehran. Eyewitnesses 
including the crew of another flight passing above the plane that crashed, yeah. described seeing the plane as engulfed in flames before it crashed. Oh, so, man, And then, of course, the massive explosion on the ground because it was full of fuel because of the impending flight to Kiev. So, yeah. Uh, it just, uh, just there's lots of questions and stuff too. A right ton now. of questions, tons of speculation from experts and non-experts alike. There's a vigil last night at the ledge yep. too, as well. Um, so many of them had ties to the U of A. On a more lighter note, there, Terry, uh, technology is getting us closer and closer to the point where we're going to be able to have conversations with our dogs. That's exciting, isn't it? Don't you already talk to? You? Oh, yes, you do. Yes, yes you, you do talk to your dog. I talk to Oscar more than I talk to my fiance. This is the very first. <laughs> step, though, in the process, a company has created a dog harness that tells you how your dog's feeling. So it interprets your dog's heart rate patterns and let you know if they're stressed, excited, relaxed, and more. So it should go on sale later this year. And I'm wondering if there's a wife application for this somehow. Right? Or at least a child application. I mean, if I have to leash the thing when you're walking through the mall, like you see the people with the kids on the leash, mm-hmm. it's like a mood leash. It'll tell me if it's pissed off or it needs to pee or something. That'd be great. I think there are ways of finding that kind of thing out without using an app. And now that you bring this whole thing up, communicating with dogs and yes, if there's going to be a possibility, is is a mall just an off-leash area for for children <laughs> or or your wife yes. for, for that matter well, if you, you know what you bring up a valid point you see the owners the guys sitting on the benches here mm-hmm. while the wives roam free <laughs> Yes. Uh, The city of Edmonton says as many as 4,900 seats from Northlands Coliseum could be recycled, but nostalgic fans still have an opportunity to buy a piece of local history before that happens. About 7,500 seats were initially made available for sale in 2019. On two different occasions, only 2,600 seats were sold over those two periods combined. The 2019 uh, sales listed single seats at $157. You could get pairs for two. While the city says it's not planning another sale in 2020, anybody can still purchase a pair of the seats for a couple hundred dollars plus tax by contacting surplus at edmonton.ca. That's an email address, by the way. About 650 seats that were installed in 2014 were sold in uh, the spring to the Alex Coletta Arena in Canmore. So there's a little piece of the Edmonton Coliseum down in Canmore. That's neat. Mm -hmm. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show. With Pete Fatibco on Classic Rock K97. Audience participation time where you can call us and tell us the story the, the time you saw somebody with whatever it is strapped to the roof of their vehicle. We've uh, seen a few pictures in the last few days of people, and I, I, I went to one of the eco stations yesterday. I had to take some stuff to the, to the eco station. What's an eco station? The. It, uh, the, the, where you take your garbage. Apartment complexes? <laughs> so I went to the eco station yesterday and just seeing some of the people that pull in there with the stuff that they have strapped to the top of their car or the trunk oh, yeah. of their vehicle. And it, it reminds me of the time that Jody was uh, a passenger and uh, she we pulled up behind it. It was a Chevy Cavalier that had a trike 
uh, strapped to the back of it. Like a motorized trike? Like not yeah. a kid's trike? Like a, a big wheel? Yeah. Like a yeah. big red kind not of Not a deal? quad. Yeah, a trike. Yeah, yeah, three yeah, the wheels. The, the, the front wheel was up Whew. on the roof, and the two back wheels were on the dented part of the Cavalier. I got 10 bucks that I can guess what province he was from. Uh, it was right there in St. Albert at the corner of, uh, of St. Albert Trail and Giroux. That's the most newfie thing I've ever heard yeah. in my entire life. Oh, I'm life. sure he had just come back from Canadian Tire. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. It's because it, it, you you, you got to have some bungee cords or something to hold that thing down. I love the guys going down the, the highway, too, with the, the mattress on top. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going down the white mud. Like I saw this last They've year, too. They've got that one rope going yeah. across the w- middle of it. Just one, right? Mm-hmm. But it's okay. Partner Jim has got his wrist out, and he's holding it down. <laughs> there. So don't worry. If, the, if that thing starts to take flight, Jimmy's little wrist is going to hold down this whole king-size mattress and box spring. Yeah. That That's such and, a man move, that, isn't it? That blue and white string you get from the big <laughs> department store down there at South Edmonton Common. Yeah. That one strand that yeah. you put across that, uh, that, that mattress when you're driving home. You know, the place where you have to go home and set up all your all your furniture, you have to put it all together and fight with your wife over all of the stuff. You know what story I'm talking about. Yeah. The funny thing is that you're tootling down the yellowhead, and all of a sudden you hit that speed. All right? Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows. It depends on the firmness of the mattress, of course. You don't know exactly what the speed is. Could be 71, could be fine at 62. Yeah. You, know, you don't know. It could be, a, it's could a be, balance. Could be 80. Who yeah. knows what that speed is? Yeah. But the speed when the mattress starts to lift flips up. Yeah. The front, because you got enough wind underneath that it flips up and it bends your mattress into a 90-degree angle <laughs> that's on the roof of your car being held down by that blue and white string. There goes your and pocket that, coils. And, and that one <laughs> wrist. <laughs> so what have you seen strapped to the roof of somebody's car? Go ahead and tell us a story or tell us your story about what you have done on your way to the dump or the eco station or your neighbor's place or moving to your new apartment. Hello, K97. Who's this? Good morning. It's Dave calling here. Y- yes, Dave. Did you have something strapped to the roof of your vehicle or is this something you witnessed? No, this is something we did when we were crazy teenagers. We put a 14-foot fishing boat on top of my Dodge Dart. <laughs> we threw the motor in the trunk, and then we, uh, we didn't even strap it down. We just hold down the windows and held. <laughs> <laughs> That's the pain of my roof. Trunk. Uh-huh. So, uh, oh, yeah, there would have been all kinds of damage as it was sliding around. The, you guys are trying yeah. to hold that thing down. So you got a you got a 9.9 in the trunk <laughs> of the dart. You got a 14-foot uh, boat on the roof being held down by four uh, four hands sticking out the windows. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, uh-huh. Did, did you even bother to take the fishing rods with you, or was uh, the back seat yeah. just full of beer? Yeah, uh, it was well, the trunk was full of beer because, you know, could have got caught going around, but. Uh-huh. Yeah, we had fishing rods. We actually caught one fish. <laughs> one fish. One fish in the four of us. What did you strap that to the fenders for the <laughs> ride home after you brought the boat back in from the water? Yeah, we put it up in the trunk. Put it up the hood so we can. Put it up on the hood as an ornament there. Yeah, oh right on the front. Oh my God! Between the gas and the leaky bubble thing, the bubble pump from the tank and then the boat and the four smelly guys and the fish, I'll bet you that Dodge Dart smelt like a million dollars. It did. It was a million dollars. The auto trader said mint condition. <laughs> <laughs> 
minus 21 cold, man. <laughs> minus 16 the high today. Uh, Friday, Saturday is going to be all right, but Sunday through uh, Wednesday of next week, highs in the minus 25, minus 27 range. That's <sighs> that's not good. Talking about things that people have strapped to the roof of their car or whatever here, mm. and we did get this text, and I got to read this one before we get to our next story here. Christina says, she saw a guy hauling composite decking with two straps. Decking was about eight feet long. Truck box was five five. Straps were only wrapped around the decking and not actually connected to the truck. <laughs> when it shot out of the box, at least it landed in a nice tight pile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's when there's debris on the side of the road, and sometimes you can get a good deal on composite decking. <laughs> Klondike Insurance. You can't afford coverage that comes up short. Auto, property, travel, or commercial. Klondike Insurance covers it all. 780-439-0715. Visit klondikeinsurance.com. And your calls at 780-451-8097. If you have witnessed something or done something dumb, strapping whatever to the roof of your car or haplessly into the back of your truck. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Hello, K97. Who's this? Well, this is Greg, Terry. How's it going? Good, Greg. Uh, was it you or is it something you witnessed? Somebody <laughs> strapped and something? Oh, no, it was me. What did you do? Yeah, you know, a long time, like in the late 70s, at a Halloween, going to a Halloween party, I went as a demon, or at least that was my plan. Right. And I made a set of homemade plywood wings about seven feet long. <laughs> and a friend of mine's girlfriend picked me up, and, well, of course, I couldn't get in the car, so I climbed on the roof of her station wagon <laughs> and just held on, you know, no problem. And, of course, on the way there, I started to get a lift. I never thought those things would actually work. <laughs> yeah. And thank God the police pulled us over because I was getting too weak to hang on much longer. And, <laughs> and they weren't letting off the throttle either, were they? No, no, she wasn't even looking. She's going to the party. So, you know, yeah. And then finally when he got it stopped, it was like I was shaking and finally got off and got rid of those wings and let's go to the party. Uh, did you win for best costume? Yeah, I did, as a matter of fact. Eh? Yeah, you know. That's great that they could vote on you standing outside. How did you get seven-foot wings in the party? <laughs> yeah, they killed me. Eh? Thanks for the call, man. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. It's 6.55. Trevor sent in a text talking about uh, loads and stuff. That uh, It reminds me of the time we spotted somebody in St. Albert on the back of a Chevy Cavalier had a trike, like a motorized trike. Not yeah. a quad, but a trike. Yeah, the big reds. Yeah. Uh, had the front wheel on the roof of the Cavalier, and the, and the dented trunk was a perfect spot for the back two wheels. Of, Very of, secure, yeah, safe, absolutely. Uh, and then uh, I was at uh, the Eco Station yesterday and saw some people pulling in with uh, unsecured loads, to say the least. We've had a few people send us pictures recently of <laughs> remarkably uh, unsecure uh, cargo. Mm-hmm. Trevor sent in this text about the time he was taking a king-size mattress and box spring, and they got tootling along on the uh, highway, and the mattress flew off. Oh, no! So that goes flying off the back, so he jams on the brakes, and then the box spring went flying off the front when he hit the brakes. Oh, so he lost everything. <laughs> 
man. I can just imagine what that would have looked like. Sure, the mattress, you catch that big fluff of wind. Yeah. Even a king-size mattress is just poof, and it's, it's gone. gone oh, right? yeah, it's a sail. It can be very dangerous for vehicles behind you, but when you stop so quickly so that you launch the box spring <laughs> off the cab of the truck yeah. like a rocket, yeah. that, uh, that's... <laughs> That is a uh, that's that's a that's quite the accomplishment, Trevor. Thank you very much for your text on that. You can continue to call us in at seven eight zero four five one eight zero nine seven if you have something to add as far as a story of of that is concerned. We've also got the inside dish with Titch. All things Oilers coming up at seven sixteen because the Oilers are playing in Montreal tonight, five o'clock on Sportsnet. <laughs> It's the Inside Dish with Titch. Titch. Classic Rock. K97. Post Media, he writes things down and people pay him to do so. He follows the Oilers. You can follow him on Twitter at Rob underscore Tichkowski. Uh, following the Oilers on this road trip, it's been a, a, a nice success here so far. Points in all of the games, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, 2-0-1. Uh, this is supposed to be a, a trip that uh, you, you look ahead on the schedule and you see, you know, they got to go into Boston, they've got to go into Toronto, and, you know, they lost that first one in Buffalo. You think, okay, this is going to, or OTL in, in Buffalo, you're thinking, okay, this is going to be the trip that, that really, really sinks them. And kind of just like at the start of the year when they when they went on that four-game trip and, and ran the table, you're like, you know, this is what they're kind of using as a springboard to, to get back to, to where they uh needed to be and they've they've looked really solid they've they're they've beat a couple of really good teams like boston had only lost one uh regulation game at home this season now it's two the the leafs were 9-0-1 in their last 10 and and, and the orders went through them and, and that goal by mcdavid was i mean that was something for the ages i mean you listen to that crowd in toronto when he scored and yeah. it was it might as well have been at Edmonton the way they were ooing and aahing. It was it was spectacular. It was yeah. The only person that wasn't impressed by that goal was Morgan Riley. <laughs> uh, I felt bad for that guy, but like Clef, Oscar Clefbaum was saying after, like you, you know, you feel bad for him, but there's no human being on earth that's going to be able to do backwards what Connor McDavid does forwards. So, you know, you kind of got to cut him some slack. That was just a sick move. He looks him off like he's thinking past the entire way. And then makes the the stick handling move that is like you know back to front and and and, and crosses over and gets around him. And nobody else can do that at that speed. And then he cuts across the net and and then shoots across his body to the backside high. It was it was something else. Well, I'll tell you, it's a good thing that they're on this heater here with this road trip because at 51 points uh, heading into the, the game against the Habs here, Calgary's right on their heels, also at 51. Vancouver's at 50. So, I mean, you're you're just a, a, a little, a, a squeaky little fart away from being outside looking in on the playoff picture. And Yamamoto has had a, a nice little role in this uh, too, hasn't he? He has, and you know, typically it's it's not very often that they'll call somebody up from the minors when a team is struggling, and then that player will have a, 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 will play a role in, in helping turn the team around. But like, I don't I don't remember it happening to be honest with you. And, and, but that's a, a lot of the case here. Like they've been wanting to split up McDavid and Drysaitel for some time. You know, spread the wealth a little bit and just get them going on two different lines, make it more difficult for teams to defend them. But they're just there weren't enough quality wingers to play with them. You know, you ended up with two mediocre lines, and you know, instead of one powerhouse line, so they would always kind of revert back to McDavid and Dreisaitl. And Yamamoto has been—he's—he's a, he's a much better player. If you remember him from when he was here last year or the year before, he was 
He was pushed off the puck. He was a little bit timid. He didn't he didn't get a whole bunch done. And now he's kind of got this personality that he's this, you know, quick, feisty guy. He worked a lot on his skating when he was down in the minors, uh, his edge work. Uh, and, and his confidence. He said, like, listen, I've, I've had a couple of tries and I was nervous and I wasn't myself, you know, screw it. I'm going to come up there and I'm going to be me and, you know, with, as a better skater and with more confidence. And, you know, it's only been three games and, you know, the first three or four games when you get called up, you're, you're kind of riding on adrenaline. But, I mean, so far, so good. And he's, you know, he's got two goals and an assist and dry has got five points on that line and McDavid's doing what he's doing. So, you know, suddenly the Oilers have two pretty decent top six forwards, top six forward lines, and they're also getting what they haven't had all year is some, some scoring depth from underneath, and the defensemen are kicking uh, in some points. So, you know, they're kind of looking like that team from October. Well, let's hope it continues. Game time, 5 o'clock tonight in Montreal on Sportsnet. As always, thanks. It's uh, great to chat with you, and watch your footing. <laughs> oh, well, from now on, I will. I will be very careful. <laughs> Police in BC looking for a suspect vehicle that was reported with a snowmobile on the roof. <laughs> it's like an old, it's like an old Caprice too, and it was yeah. like a mountain sled, so it's got that long 153 or 158 track or whatever the yeah. hell on the back, just hanging off the it's, rear. This is not a pickup truck with one of those sled decks on it. It's this is this is. <laughs> Somebody's sedan with a snowmobile on it. So, And it got us thinking about how many times we've seen inappropriate loads on the tops of vehicles, and people are calling in with their stories here this morning. Gene, what's yours? Okay. Uh, about 15 years ago, uh, I was working with a construction company. We do our own mill work. Uh, we built a service counter for a, for a, a store in the West End. Our shop was up off of the Yellowhead. And uh, we loaded into my truck. I said, should we shop it, uh, strap it down? My boss said, no, no, it weighs too much. It's probably 800 pounds. Okay. And it's in the back of our pickup. And I turned down 156 to turn uh, uh, west on uh, Yellowhead. I got down off the on-ramp, got down to Yellowhead, and just started to go underneath that train bridge, you know, where it goes in where the train station is. Yeah. And uh, I looked in my rear mirror, and the millwork had fallen off my truck. Like it slid off the back. And this is about this time of year, and the road was very slippery. So I started slowing down. It passed me on the side of the road. It went past me. I, I'm serious. I, I, pulled in, I pulled in behind it and slowed down as it slowed down. And I got to a stop, and I called the boss, and the guys come from the shop. We had to load it on again, strap it down, take it back to the shop, and refinish all the laminate on it because it tore it all to hell. That's a great story, Gene. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. Ciao. K97. Yellow K97, who's this? Well, this is Greg, Terry. How's it going? Good, Greg. Uh, was it you, or is it something you witnessed? Somebody <laughs> strapped and something? Oh, no, it was me. What did you do? Yeah, you know, a long time, like in the 10th, 70s, I was going to a Halloween party. I went as a demon, or at least that was my plan. Right. And I made a set of homemade plywood wings about seven feet long. <laughs> and a friend of mine's girlfriend picked me up, and, well, of course, I couldn't get in the car, so I climbed on the roof of her station wagon <laughs> and just held on, you know, no problem. And, of course, on the way there, I started to get a lift. I never thought those things would actually work. <laughs> yeah. And thank God the police pulled us over because I was getting too weak to hang on much longer. And, <laughs> and they weren't letting off the throttle either, were they? No, no, she wasn't even looking. She's going to the party. 
Cody. So, you know, yeah. And then finally when he got it stopped, it was like I was shaking and finally got off and got rid of those wings and let's go to the party. Uh, did you win for best costume? Yeah, I did, as a matter of fact. Yeah, you know. That's great that they could vote on you standing outside. How did you get seven-foot wings in the party? <laughs> Yeah, I'm near guilty. Thanks for the call, man. Okay. <laughs> Bye. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. Big old happy birthday to Graham at Cougar Paint and Collision today. Hey, happy birthday, buddy. Yeah, if, if you're going to Cougar Paint and Collision, make sure you give Graham a happy birthday hug. <laughs> I have a feeling he doesn't want hugs from strangers, Terry. Oh, I'm sure Graham will love it. Happy birthday, pal. Uh, we're looking at a cold day here today, tomorrow. Well, it's it's going to be around minus 15, minus 17 here for a few days. And then starting Sunday into next week, minus 25 is like going to be the daytime high. Mm-hmm. Trade winter blues for red-hot deals at Shell. Get up to 100 air miles reward miles and check out other exciting offers on site. Conditions apply. Visit shell.ca slash red-hot deals. With the uh, healthy dump of snow we got yesterday, Edmonton's under a seasonal parking ban right now, and it's something you're going to want to note if you park on the roadways there, especially if you're going to do it for 72 hours. It kicked in at 11 last night, <laughs> and it means if there's signs in your neighborhood, you're going to need to get your vehicles off the street. Okay, so that's so they can do proper snow removal and get the graders in and out of there. And it's going to be in effect until further notice. You don't want to wake up and have your vehicle towed. Uh, the stories last night and the details on some of the people that perished in that uh, plane crash uh, just outside of Tehran uh, the other day, just absolutely heartbreaking. So many people from Edmonton, initial reports today from Iran say that the uh, crew of the jet that crashed in Iran have uh, well, they never made radio uh, calls for help because they were they were trying to turn back to the airport when the plane went down. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of speculation from experts and non-experts uh, about a possible missile strike or terrorism uh, theories, and uh, of course the crash impacted many lives internationally and right here in Edmonton, with almost half the Canadian victims being from the Edmonton area. The Iranian report suggests a sudden emergency struck the Boeing 737 early Wednesday morning when it crashed just after takeoff from the airport. Eyewitnesses, uh, even from another plane that was up above it uh -huh. in the sky, uh, described seeing the plane engulfed in flames before it crashed. And, of course, it was full of fuel, so as soon as it hit impact, there was a huge explosion and just a terrible, uh, terrible thing. All, all around and uh, seeing the impact on family members and friends here in Edmonton last night on the news was uh, truly heartbreaking. <laughs> Uh, if you take public transit, there's some changes going to be kicking in February 1st, a little under a month away here. It's going to provide things like income-based discounts and fare categories. Fare, F-A-R-E, not like F-A-I-R. So this is, uh, it's different classes for the consumer of the bus now. So, for example, low-income seniors, they're going to be able to ride for free. Good news. But for those who are who are making a huge $28,513 a year, uh, you're going to be hit right there in the coin purse, and you're going to be paying double now for your passes. Now, the, 
the thing that has raised eyebrows, or my eyebrows at least in this radio studio, is uh, how are they going to know how much you make? I've never gone and bought a bus pass and had to bring my T4 at the same time. It does seem a little odd. Right? I don't know. When they drew this up on that uh, napkin in the BP lounge, I... Great suits on them, though, when they drew that. It doesn't seem like a lot of thought went into it. That's high. And that's, you know, I meant 28 grand a year. I've lived on 28 grand a year. That's what I started my radio career at. And that's not a lot of scratch, man. So doubling the people who are taking public transit. Thanks a lot, government. Uh, Other city of Edmonton news. uh, They say the city says that as many as 4,900 seats from Northlands Coliseum could be recycled. But uh, nostalgic fans still have an opportunity to buy a piece of local history before that happens. I guess on two different occasions back in 2019, they made these seats available. Around 7,500 were available for 158 bucks a, a piece, or 230 dollars for a pair. Uh, they say they're not going to offer up another period of time where there's a yeah. Concentrated sale of the seats, but you can contact the city and still purchase one for you know two hundred bucks. You know, I I, I, this is it's it's kind of an astronomical cost for those seats, if you ask me. They're not that comfortable, like you highlighted. No, and. I, you know what they really should do is just offer them up for free. Anybody wants a seat, you'll get rid of every seat in the house because as soon as people hear free stuff, yeah. they're going to go get it. What? Boom. Hey. Garbage isn't going to the dump. People get a little piece of Edmonton history. Well, they're, they're, you win. They said they were going to recycle them, but yeah, I, I just... Just put give them, them away, man. Put, put them at the end of driveways in St. <laughs> Albert. And just put a little sign on a piece of cardboard that says free. They'll be gone by the end of the day. That's where I do all my Christmas shopping. The all-new Terry Evans show with Pete Patipio on Classic Rock K97. Uh, the preparations have started. Everything getting all geared up for Jasper in January in the town of Jasper and Marmot Basin. We're phoning up Brian Road from Marmot Basin right now. How are you? Good. Terry and Pete from K97. Looking forward to Jasper in January. Yeah, it's going to be great. I know. The, uh, Always great. It's uh, We've got a little bit of a cold uh, weather stretch coming here, but uh, hey, that just makes things more beautiful in Jasper, doesn't it? Well, it does. And you got to remember, um, often when we get these cold weather snaps at the higher elevation, we get these temperature inversions, right? So people got to keep their eyes on that on our website because sometimes it can be 10, 20 degrees warmer up here. No guarantees, but that does happen quite often. Right? Well, I'm setting my thoughts and prayers for that to happen. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. It's never colder. It's never as cold in Jasper. Well, nice. The Jasper in January is uh, happening month long, and uh, there's so many things to do, both at Marmot Basin and in the town of Jasper. The town site is one thing with all of the different properties and uh, excursions and attractions and so on. What uh, specifically is happening up on the hill in January that we can look forward to? Yeah, okay, well, yeah, you're right. There is a lot going on. I was just scrolling through the Tourism Jasper website here, and I think I'm on about page four looking at all the different events. There sure is a lot to choose from. So up at Marmot, you know, we've got all kinds of things for the kids, the scavenger hunts, fun races. We've got uh, avalanche awareness days. That's always really interesting. We get the dog up here, and people uh, can watch our team throw some bombs. We've got s'mores going on. We've got demo days, so people can try out new equipment. And then just looking at Jasper, what's going on there, um, just a whole slew of different bands, most of whom are Canadian, you know, kind of one-man, one-woman shows. We've got, uh, 
magic shows, um, a lot of names here I haven't heard of before, but just reading up on them, I think they're going to be really interesting. Uh, the Funk Hunters is one that kind of interests me, but tons of stuff going on in the town. So people like to come up, do their skiing and snowboarding during the day, and then take in all the events and entertainment down in the community. Yeah, the, the Funk Hunters, not to be confused with the Funk Spelunkers, because that's <laughs> something completely different. Yeah, exactly. I mean, names like uh, Chris Weatherstone, Seth Anderson, Johnny McQuaig, Wes Barker, the Matinee, Jay Bocott. Um, so lots of different uh, entertainments. And these things happen at different uh, restaurants, um, pubs, hotels. So they're spread out at different venues throughout the town. Right. It's great stuff throughout the town going on. And uh, uh, so for the website for the town for Jasper in January is what, Brian? It's jasper.com. Travel. That's the main website. So just Jasper.travel. Jasper. Okay. okay. And then yeah. for, for Marmot Basin, for like, because I think you have, don't you have lift ticket specials and, and uh, other things happening? Yeah, exactly. This is a really good deal. This is new for this year. So the actual Jasper in January festival goes from January 18th to uh, February 2nd. So that's okay. the two-week period. So if you go online to skimarmot.com, you can get a lift ticket, a midweek lift ticket for 40 bucks off, and a weekend ticket is 25 bucks off. That's if you buy online at skimarmot.com. Hey, man, that's, that's some substantial savings right yeah. there. Yeah, you got to jump through one hoop and one hoop only, and that's just make sure you get that lift ticket in advance and you get the savings. And, uh, you know, you combine the savings with the 50 centimeters of new snow that we've had in the uh, six days. Wow. Plus the events, it you know, kind of combines to this is a place to be in January for sure. Man, you guys have been getting dumped on, eh? Yeah, lots of snow here. Um, that's over the last six days. We got another five last night. Uh, two nights ago, we had 25 centimeters. That was an interesting day because there was just a skiff in town. It was quite warm in town, but as you go to the higher elevations, that's when you get the snow. So you always have to check the higher elevations for both snow and temperature because it can be quite a bit different than it is down in the valley. Good deal. Looking forward to seeing you this weekend there. Thanks for the invite. We'll see you out there for Jasper in January at Jasper and Marmot Basin. Looking forward to it. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatibco on Classic Rock K97. Five o'clock is uh, start time for the game tonight. Oilers in Montreal to take on the Habs who have not had a good go of it of late. So hopefully the Oilers aren't slump busters for the Habs tonight. Yeah, they get through them and continue. They're doing okay again, the Oilers, aren't they? It's been good. They uh, won in Boston. They won in Toronto. And those are a couple of games that, you know, just... a fire and a, a little kindle uh, of some goodness. They're on, teams. on paper, the you wouldn't expect them to win those games on the road, but uh, they've uh, been on a bit of a heater. They got to win tonight too, in order to because on Saturday they play in Calgary. Calgary has got a, an identical record to the Oilers right now. And the Oilers have a better plus-minus sort of thing, so that's why the Oilers are hanging on to the third spot in the Pacific Division and in there for the playoffs as of right now. Calgary holding the second wild-card spot after Winnipeg won in uh, a shootout last night. So, uh, But Vancouver's right there, too. Uh, we were talking earlier, you know, Oilers of old. Now they're in the Rogers place, but before they were in the in the Coliseum, and the city of Edmonton is still got the uh, seats from the old Coliseum available for people if they want to 
uh, purchase them. Jerry uh, sent us a text asking for the email again. And where is it? Where can you buy them if you want to buy them? It's an email because the city did it twice in 2019 where you could purchase them for 157 bucks for one seat or mm-hmm. 230 for a pair. And now they're uh, you can purchase a pair for $200 plus tax. They're not having a concentrated sort of sale day or period of time that you just have to Send them up or, or sorry, email, email yes, yeah. surplus at edmonton.ca because if they don't all sell, then mm. they're going to get recycled. And that's where I was like, you know what? This is one of those times because you said they didn't sell that many. I mean, they've had two C-tails. Obviously, they didn't sell out of them. Well, they um, sold about half. They sold about 2,600 out of the 5,000. Okay. I guess that's not that bad. I was thinking instead of recycling them and seeing them go to, uh, you know, recycling or the dump or wherever they're going to end up. Have people make a donation to the food bank and give them away for free. You'd get rid of them in an hour. You know, if you told people those seats were free, you'd have a lineup like that and say, fine, you can have a seat or a pair of seats with a good donation to the food bank. You'd you'd stuff the back of like an 18-wheeler in no time. It's a good idea. But I'm not in charge. You know, kind of wonder if the person who's in charge of the fares for the LRT and the transit is behind the seats here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, The thing about it is, uh, yeah, okay, that that might be a great idea, but I'll guarantee you that nobody who's ever sat in those seats will be the ones that are (laughs) making the food bank. I used to be a season ticket holder back in the old Coliseum. Yeah, some of those seats, holy cow! And if you've been to any of the concerts back in the day, oh, excuse me, back in the day, back then, it they just. <laughs> they were just the most uncomfortable things. Well, and, you know, it's like sitting in a cereal bowl with no padding. And They ew. sucked. The seats from the 70s and 80s, they just sucked. And people got fatter now, too, so they don't fit in them as good. Yeah. I've gone to a couple of man caves, uh, and guys have had, you know, former movie seats. Or I think the Forum from Montreal, but he had those Well, you, if you got those, yeah. or from Maple Leaf Gardens. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, you know. But some people hold the Coliseum in the same regard Which as those iconic. Buildings, Why you know? not? It's Wayne's it's, house. It, it's, hey, they won some Stanley Cups in that building, man. But every time I'd go to one of those man caves, it's a conversation piece, mm-hmm. but nobody's sitting in them. No. You know, they just become the coat rack. Yeah, Am I going to go for the massaging chair with LED light cup holder in, you know, leather that reclines all the way? Or am I going to sit in that plastic thing that's got like some kind of screw that jams me in the ass end? You know what I mean? <laughs> When was it necessary to put LED lights in the cup holder? <laughs> but they do, don't they? <laughs> no. Do you you have those in your Mustang too, don't you? I got them. Yeah, I, I had them in my own nine Mustang. Yeah. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. Yesterday morning at this time, it's always fun to find out what you're what Jake is going to do a feature on the top nine at nine because I challenge myself to try and come up with something that could be featured or you know, something that could be added to the program well, or something sure. like that. And yesterday. You talking about uh, two guitar players yes. in the band? Yep. And I, immediately, I came in Leonard Skinner, and you think about that. And, and I, and I, as I was listening to you in the nine o'clock hour yesterday, I went, oh, "The Eagles, well, of course, the Eagles." Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what an idiot I was not suggesting the Eagles like right off the hop. Yeah, but it's funny though. Sometimes those things don't come. To, the most obvious doesn't come to you first for whatever reason. Yeah. Like well, there was a lot of votes yesterday for stuff that I should have thought of. It didn't even dawn on me. Thin right? Lizzy. Exactly. So what's today's top nine? Today is surprisingly dirty songs. Oh. Ooh. 
Yeah. Ooh, they don't man, have that's... to like slap you across the face with all their dirtiness. Could be a little subtle, be. eh? Yeah. Big ten, big 10 inch by Aerosmith. Yeah, that's got to be I got there. a couple of votes yesterday. That's got to be there. We had a yeah. ton of votes on this one yesterday, too. I think I was kind of worried. Okay. Because, I mean, that opens up the door to a lot of stuff when you say <laughs> dirty songs. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the Lemon Song by Led Zeppelin. Yes, that may yeah, or may not yeah. be on the countdown. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the it, only one. Is it on the countdown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Lemon Song. It does not leave a lot to the imagination. Uh, no, most of them really don't. No. No, that's the thing about it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, though. Some uh, some very dirty songs. Uh, well, okay. Well, that's that that's going to be some enjoyable listening. Like, is it going to be? Do, do, are we going to have to have a, per, a parental? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I should have. Uh, maybe I should have done. Am that. I going to have a parental to, warning? Yeah, earmuffs, Pete. Earmuffs. Oh yes. 